0: Hello and welcome, everybody, to another episode of the world's greatest podcast. That's the way the cookie crumbles.
1: Whoop, whoop, whoop,
0: whoop. Just me and Jim this week. Stan yes. obviously was on the England setup in Qatar. He's just detoxing for a bit. He's having a holiday from his holiday, is he, Jim?
1: He's uh he's recovering. Um, you know he's supporting some of the lads as well who have uh, unfortunately come home and they've not brought football this time, Cook.
0: They haven't brought football but they have brought some burnt foreheads and some disappointing <laughs> morale for everyone and the
1: cat and uh, the cat geez, the John Stones and Walter, um, got gave the cat like a new home or something that's quite good
0: great to see <laughs> I, lo- I love how that cat's going to have to climatise from the heat of Qatar to where it's always sunny in Manchester
1: oh yeah two um, highs of minus one today <laughs> grim today. Uh, (laughs) It is grim today. And the
0: nation's feeling overall, we'd say, is probably very grim at the moment. I think that's a good word to describe it at
1: the moment, lad. I can imagine there's been plenty of um, water-cooler chats of people who watch football religiously and people who just watched England on Saturday and are going, um, oh, I thought they played quite well. (laughs) It doesn't make you feel better, does it, really? Um, But yeah, we are, of course alluding to England getting beat on Saturday night against France 2-1 and unfortunately going out of the World Cup. Um, and I guess, Cook, we're just going to start with some overall. I mean, we're going to talk about how England did at the World Cup and our overall thoughts going forward about this squad, the manager, the players. Um, but I think to start off with, we're just going to go with some just some raw game reactions. So wh- what did you think of the performance, the result, anything really that comes to mind?
0: I thought the result was, was harsh. I thought we, we played well in spells. I thought it was an evolution from the Italy game because they have almost like, all right, we've been here in this high-pressure situation. And obviously, Charmini scores that goal, which I think is a good goal. People in the pub were saying that he maybe should have saved it, but I think it's a really good strike, personal, And I think for us to go in obviously get the penalty to convert that is massive. But I think the majorly thing that killed us was the timing of the changes. They really didn't make sense for me. And I thought when we were on top, we should have brought on Rashford. We should have brought on a Sterling or a Grealish or a Mount to to really kick us up a gear and obviously start running in behind where they shit it. Obviously, with them playing Koundé at right back, who's the centre-half. I thought there's definitely a player that could be got out there, especially Rashford, who's obviously playing so well. But... What did you think, overall performance?
1: Yeah, I know I had jokes before about casual saying that England played well, but I did, they did, I thought, probably more than Matt France. And I think your point about substitutions, yeah, I was on about the 60, 65 minutes I was watching with Stan, actually, and we were both saying, few look, it looks like it's going to be a bit of a because we dominated that second half. We was so on the front foot and so would have switched on his head. But in, in fairness to Southgate, if you, if you actually watch it, I think Mount and, um, and Stirling are actually waiting to come on and then France score, make it 2-1. I mean, the timing of the goal was unfortunate and kind of makes it look like he's reacting to going 2-1 down. But yeah, watch it back. Mount's like, ready to go, but come on way before that goal happens. Um, and the, the goals from France were, were just clinical. We just, I mean, I can't... As an England fan, you micro-analyze every goal you can see, it, and of course, I've done that. But there's little mistakes p- players have made that I think. But I just think the two. But the first one is an amazing strike. Um, I think if you rewatch the goal and just watch Bellingham solely, um, he doesn't cover himself in justice. But at the same time, he's nineteen. It's not a defensive. The, the defensive part of the game isn't something that he's, like, known for or we love him for or anything like that. So, I mean, they're not holding anything against him. And the strike itself, was from 25, 30 yards out, he puts it perfect in the corner. Um, the second goal, Maguire, is too busy to delegating. Um, Giroud just gets a step on him. But, again, the cross from Griezmann was perfect. And Giroud's such a good player in the box um, in big games as well. Um, But, yeah, they, they, they play well. And a lot of players, actually... Um, proved me wrong this tournament I think it proved a lot of fans wrong I mean you can talk about you, you Maguires who's um, probably been England's, one of England's best defender defenders again this tournament but I thought in the game Declan Rice was a player that I was looking at in the group stages and even against Senegal I was thinking I don't know, is, is he this 100 million pound man that I thought he was um, because he's not brave enough on the ball Sometimes he he's going backwards too often. First thing he's thinking of is just knock it back to Stones and Maguire. But against France, I thought, I thought it was one of his best games we've ever seen him play. He um, was so like, fearless. Um, this, the, I think there was some passes he was making. I think he made one to fold in the first half and I said to Stan, it's... What was it to I can't remember it was say but he wasn't expecting the ball and we ended up losing it. But it was a great ball from Rice. It was like a disguise. gets like passed through like Griezmann and Rabiot. And I thought he did that all night and it, he was brilliant and the team in general have made a lot of step forwards this tournament, despite not reaching as far as they have in the previous two. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird one. I, I, I'm a bit content with how we played, but obviously gutted because it, it, it feels like Belgium done it. I mean, I've seen, seen a tweet. It feels like when uh, France knocked out Belgium in the semi final 1 0, and Belgium were all over in that game. And, uh, was it an umtitty header? Sent France to the final, and France ended up winning it. That was the goal in generation. Ours has probably got another few years in it before it becomes the golden generation, with Birmingham being 19, Bowdoin 21, etc. Um, yeah, it feels a bit like that. It feels like one we could have won.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like one where we could have won it young and set up like a, a dynasty going forward. I, I really believe that, almost. A, a similar to, obviously, when Spain had their golden generation, I think that we could have done something similar. They won, was it Euro 2008, quite young. And then Mm, obviously they had that blend of experience in players that have been there, done that, in like Puyol and obvious other senior players. Casillas being another one, and then mixing it in with like a young Xavi, Iniesta, etc. And I think that I think I think missed opportunity is the the phrase to describe this. This is how I feel anyway. I think that like France are playing Morocco on Wednesday makes me feel sick. That yeah, I think
1: when you looked at it, and it was a. An extraordinary set of quarterfinal games. Won it. I mean, when you go from um, Croatia knocking out Brazil on penalties, and then you go to I believe they just didn't look in that game. The Argentina Netherlands game was one of the one of the best games for drama I've seen in years. It was so good to watch. And then Morocco do Portugal four hours before England. You're thinking this is wide open. This because I thought Brazil were the best team in the tournament. Um, and then you look at that France England game, and everyone's saying. The winner of that is the definitely the strongest squad left in this tournament. He definitely is. I know Argentina have got messy and Morocco and Croatia have been very impressive, you know. They, they don't get beat that often. But the squads England and France are just don't confess to them, I don't think. I think France are hot favourites now. So yeah, you're definitely right. And we are unfortunately getting to a, a place for this England squad where we've missed two opportunities now the last two tournaments. Um but they played well, so what do you do? Do you overreact? Do you change it and everything? Because obviously, I don't think we could have won the World Cup in Russia, being honest. I think France would have absolutely come with us in the final. And I think, I think to be fair, we didn't deserve to go through in the semi-final. Croatia with the better side. But in the Euros, they could have beat Italy, couldn't they? There's definitely a better team on paper than Italy. They just didn't play that way. And then in this World Cup now, they were better than France. And on the night, if they'd have went through, We'd be look we'd be looking ahead now to a Wednesday match, like you said, against Morocco for a place in a World Cup final. Um it's it, yeah, definitely a missed opportunity. And I do worry about the mental the the effects on the mentality um, of this squad. The only thing that's keeping me a bit in hope is that they are so young and a lot of them are winning stuff with the clubs. So they yeah. do have that mentality from other yes. places. Well that let,
0: well let's talk about that. So next next tournament is Euro two thousand and twenty-four. I just thinking off the top of my head, who may not be there next time? Possibly Henderson. It may, it may be, maybe, uh, I don't know who else do you think maybe won't be there. I don't
1: think Maguire will be there.
0: Yeah, Maguire. Just, uh, oh, i tell you what, going off what you said before, talking about who you think was really good in this tournament, John Stones. I think John Stones played every game with a serious level of maturity, and I think he, I think. And you can see, obviously, when he goes back to City, but I think John Stone has gone up a level as a player.
1: Yeah, he probably has done in the, the eyes of, like, yourself and non-City fans, but I think if you ask City fans who City best defender is, they're probably going to say Stones or the Porte, and that's not often said outside of City fans, so I don't know how good John Stones is. is he? And, yeah, I do agree. I thought was brilliant as fun, and, yeah. um probably England's best defender. I mean, Maguire was Definitely. good, but in a sense of, he wasn't as good as Stones. He was good in the sense of, we was all like, what the fuck's he doing starting Maguire? Because he's hardly played, kicked the ball. But then for England, he did show up. He did. He's a fact. He was good again. Um, for Kyle Walker on Saturday night, saying that was his second game in this World Cup. But I mean, realistically, Mbappe is the best player in the World Football at the minute, and he didn't get a kick, did he? I mean, there was that one bit where he ran round him on the left-hand side, which fucking scared me because I've never seen a player with the ball getting tugged outpacing Kyle Walker. That was scary. But <laughs> if that is all he did all game, then Kyle Walker's had a bloody good game for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Walker um, was superb, with the sample size obviously being only two games, coming back from an injury. I think it was was it his groin. But Yeah, what? he's not
1: played for City anymore.
0: But unreal. Unreal from the City boys anyway. And I, going back to John Stone's, Huge fan of him, I've been for a while. Even in his Everton days, to be honest with you, everything I like in a centre back: ball playing, centre half, reads the game well. Pep's made him an absolute monster, and like you said, probably his best defender with, I'm Eric Laporte. But we'll we'll go on to Gareth Southgate. We'll go on to Jim, the, the man's future. We'll start with two things: what do you think he'll do, and what would you like him to do? I'm so
1: conflicted, Cook. Um... <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I the him. hard questions.
1: I know he. I know he, separate, he divides opinion a lot, but I love him. I think he's brilliant in every single way. And I thought, I thought before this tournament, I didn't really think England would have much chance. Um, just the way they went into it with the Nations League form, and it wasn't the I don't know. They wasn't together a long time. It together a week. One this time, whereas the other World Cups they're together a while. So I didn't really see much of the the camaraderie. Um, and I thought this was definitely whatever happened to Southgate's last tournament. But the way it's played out, I think Southgate sh- evolved a little bit. I think he showed he can play with this England side on the front foot, and uh, not a lot of people thought he could do that. And I mean, yeah, I was—I was probably one of them. Um, I wasn't too bothered about playing defensive football. I think he wins tournaments, and I think teams have shown that in the past. But he's played 4 3 four-three-three. Played in the whole tournament, and. Um, he rocked it against maybe the best side in the world in France and he created chance after chance they had more shots they had more possession the XG was much higher obviously, because of the penalties um, so I, I think for his own sake he should walk just because I think the pressure now on Southgate is win the Euros or or leave which is I know England should be looking at winning the Euros but that's a ridiculous um, agent like Expectation, really. I mean, if we did that for other managers, then Pep wouldn't be at a City for five, six years, would he? Because it would have been win the Champions League or we, yeah. because we've got the best squad in Europe. Can we? but Sometimes yeah. shit happens. Um, I'm yeah, not it's an ultimatum. It yeah, I'm not saying it's as good as Pep, but I think the ultimatum is ultimately unfair. Um, if somebody is good is available, but I have said this far, I don't, I don't think the grass is always greener. I think you've got to look at what is available. If a pot for a Tuchel is available, then. I'm I'm okay with that, um, and I'm happy for Saka that he would leave on a high because I think he's even turned the heads of some fans. Even even though he's lost against France and only reached a quarter final it hasn't been a successful tournament results wise. I think performance wise, he's. I don't know. What do you think? So you're a bit more. You're you're not as loving a Saka as I am. I'm not saying anything, but as he made you think that he's a bit better than what you really initially thought.
0: I think that. I think that. To be honest with you, Southgate, when, when he got the job, I wasn't thrilled with it because his predecessor was Big Sam. And I thought it was just a, an easy, quick fix from the FA. And I thought, what's he really done to deserve the job? And But there was no one else really available at the same time, so the rounds were tied. And he got into it, and obviously, since the World Cup, it, the squad has evolved massively, and it's an absolute juggernaut of a squad now. It's ridiculous. The depth we have is mental. And like you said, I think ultimately, because he got handed this new deal before the World Cup, which I think is ridiculous. I, I think rewarding someone for something they've not done yet, like that is silly. I think that you should have a contract that, like a lot of other national teams, runs out at the end of tournaments. And I think that England doing that and the FA doing that was silly because now we're in a situation where, if England sack him, the situation is the public aren't going to like it. So ultimately he has to walk. But I think if he does walk, and I'd like to see him walk because I'd like to see new ideas. And I'd like to see someone else have a go because I think it's six years. I think that's long enough. And I think he's young enough to go and try a Premier League job, come back maybe in five to 10 years and have another go at it. I really believe that. And I think that, like I said, he needs to, I think, go and have a new experience for a bit. Go and chill. And like I said, you're young enough and you're gonna you're good enough to come back 100% because he's not done a bad job. He's done a very good job. But it's fine margins at this level. And I think the thing that costs us against France ultimately, I know we said before about Mount and them getting ready just before they scored, absolutely got in because... They literally showed it. I think it was like two minutes before them getting stripped. And I think that if we make that change maybe 10 minutes earlier, like I said, five margins, I think we kick on because we really did have our foot on the throat ultimately. I think that they were there to be got at. And I came away from it thinking they're not as good as what people think they are. And I think we didn't take our chances like we should have.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I get but I, I think in defence of Southgate, in that case, is that England got such a squad where if you don't win the whole thing, then you're always going to be looking at. Uh, you always see fans, don't you, on Twitter. Like you'll, you'll see United fans on Twitter going, I've um, good how Rashford didn't feature um, for longer than what he did in that game. And then you'll see the poor fans saying, oh, it's a joke that Trent was on the bench. You'll see safe and saying Grealish only coming on in the last two minutes was a joke. But ultimately his squad is so big he has to leave someone out. And um, there's always gonna be a, like elite quality on England's bench now. Um and I I think during the game with the players that he did leave on, he created chance after chance. I mean that's the save that Larise makes on Bellingham was just unbelievable. Um I know it... He couldn't redeem the left hand put it in the corners behind We just hit it hard and he's kept it under the crossbar. It was an unbelievable save. There were some moments in corners where the ball would like pop out for a second ball and it one of them fell into Lloris's hands and it's like, oh, fuck me, I was that just fell into his hands. And then the other one in the first half, I think it, it similar happened. It just felt like Hernandez and just cleared it. They should have had a penalty in the first half. I, I don't know what the fuck I was watching. I mean, let's just talk about the ref for a minute. Like it's not an excuse, I never want to blame it. the ref as an excuse, yeah. but he was shocking, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, I thought that a lot, I remember at our time saying to a few people, we had a lot not go our way in that first half, didn't we? Like, A, lot. Like, a, a lot, lot of, lot of weird stuff though. <laughs> <It> meant, like...
1: <laughs> the sack of thought when i seen it I thought, stuff. Oh, that's soft. And then they, were, they went back to me and I thought, how have you not give it? It was right in front of the lines, man. That, 25 did, seconds it's... as well, till the goal. Yeah, but and we couldn't go back. It's- yeah, I don't get that. Um, the penalty was a clear penalty. Maguire yeah. said it at post-game. He said he doesn't know how many fouls Friesman made in that first 15 minutes and didn't end up getting booked. It was ridiculous. Um, we ended up getting the penalty in the second half because, ultimately yeah. and and lost his head. I think him and McAnolly on that side. I think France were panicking. He was absolutely panicking. Um, really? You can you see, him- see Mbappe when... Uh, Kane was going to take his second penalty he was like trying to delay it going up to the keeper and stuff he was shitting it Yeah, because we were the better side and <sighs> unfortunately Kane puts it over and it's just one of those moments isn't it it's just yeah. classic England that's it's, it's, it's going to be playing in the montage yeah. isn't it, of the Stuart yeah. Baird the penalty of Southgate of Saka yeah, and yes. now Kane uh, I don't know if... I've seen City lose games like this like in the Champions League and I'm thinking what the fuck how have we just lost that we're miles to the better side and we've created all the chances. It just hasn't happened. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the answer is.
0: No, I know. because and, and I know what you mean. That phrase, I don't know what the answer is. Because there's no one else in that squad who you'd rather
1: take that penalty. But he's the one in the world, <laughs> lad. I've seen him take some penalties. He, he fucking levers me into bottom corner, usually. Lad, people were doubting in the
0: pub for the first one. who was like, he's going to miss. He's going to miss. And I was like, no way. I was like, he's not got the opportunity to prove he's a big dick. Big ball player at Tottenham with the pressure, and now he'll do it. And he scores that first penny, and then I went with that narrative for the second one, and this is how he betrayed me. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> but I, I feel a bit, I feel yeah. a bit for him in in a sense that I'm a bit of a critic of his because in these big games he he doesn't show up. I don't think. Um, yeah, for England, now for Spurs, but I think yeah. for France he was brilliant. Yeah, he was. I mean, he he was rolling off Meccano, like it was. Make him look stupid, and then he goes and does that in the biggest moment, and that's what he'll be remembered for. And it will haunt him,
0: yeah, it will. And Shearer said it it said he wakes up and he's like, he does still think about it. He said, I've woke up a lot of times during this tournament, I'm just thinking about my own miss. And he's like, That'll be with him forever now, and I can definitely see that,
1: yeah, it'll, it'll hurt more afterwards, won't I mean. it? I think. Yeah. It... I think he'll probably hurt more watching it on Wednesday. I don't know if he'll watch it. I mean, I'm going to still be on holiday, but he might be watching France and against Morocco. Morocco just yeah. sit back and he's thinking, we should be fucking playing here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> In it. But do you want to get our serious heads on for a minute? Yes. Okay. Real talk Harry Kane has not received nearly as much shit as Rashford, Saka, and Sancho for missing their penalties as he has for missing his.
1: Well, yeah, it's the depressing truth of even 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 after this game I've seen Saka get abuse and Saka was, he was the fantastic. Best player on the pitch he was by great. country mile. Yeah, um he was. And, and yeah that is the depressing truth of we don't some of us in this country don't deserve this in one scene. Um true. And it's, shit to, it's <clears> shit to say. I don't really know what else to say about it. I think we we, we covered it a lot after Euros roles um and what happened after Apparently, penalty misses by them lads. It's just a joke, isn't it? No,
0: it is, it is a joke. And and like you said, we, some people don't deserve this England team. And I think that this squad will win something down the line with with someone. I think it'll be too good not to. I, I really do think that. And I just think that it, it's a shame, really. It, it genuinely is a shame. It, it just feels like one of them opportunities where, like, like we said before, it could have set up a dynasty going forward. Uh, for this nation, but it's not all doom and gloom because, like we said, the squad's an absolute juggernaut with with, with France and I think possibly Brazil. The, our squads run the deepest.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not all doom and gloom. I feel shit at the minute, still fresh. Yeah. But look at the squad, lad. That the, the, the squad's unbelievable. I mean, Jude. But we've got to talk about Jude Bellingham for one. Yeah. I mean. He is unbelievable. I mean, he is going to be the best midfielder in world football. He's he's nineteen. His mentality is unbelievable. So, so do, you, do you see him after Kane missed that penalty? He was the first one to go and run after him and like console him. Um, even when he got the second when they got the second penalty, he was my mar- it was guarding the penalty box. He knew they'd try and scuff it and stuff. It was always in the refs ear and stuff. And I know you don't like to see that, but you'd love to tell when he's your player. Yep. And he was just so good this tournament. He proper grew into it. After just literally since he scored that first goal against Iran, he just grew and grew into this tournament. Um, and then you look at the ages of what they'll be in the next World Cup. Jude Belling maybe twenty three. He could well be the best footballer in the world at that moment. Phil Foden would be, be twenty six. How many Premier League titles will Phil Foden have at twenty six? I mean, like he's already got four. Yeah, he could he could have a good six or seven, uh, eight, <laughs> realistically. By the next, he he could that they, they could be Ballon d'Or players these. Uh, Landry, the right? But they're all are all coming into the prime. That's just two players I picked. I mean, you've got Saka, who's improving year on year. Yeah, you've got, and he's one out yet. Yeah, you you you've got you've got loads. Yeah, I mean, I hope we get a centre half come through. Obviously, in the next four years, next two years, four years. Um, I think. Maguire, although brilliant, um, he's done a job for Southgate again. I think if a new manager was to come in this England team, it'd be players like Maguire, like maybe Trippier, um, maybe Luke Shaw, who I didn't think was amazing in this tournament. Um, they wouldn't be in the next England squad. And hopefully there is a centre back out there who who rises up. Um yeah. maybe it's a Tamori or maybe it's just someone we've not even heard of yet. Or, <laughs> We don't yeah. know. Hopefully, we get one next to Stones. Um,
0: no, you're right. But yeah, the,
1: the squad's brilliant now. And Kane will still be what just over 30. He'll, he'll, he'll be under, would he be around 30 for the Euros and then 32 or something? That's fine. That's fine. If he keeps, if he keeps good nick of himself, he'll still be one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah, um, he's not is yeah, anyway. to Yeah, it's, it's not his game anyway, is it? He? he dropped deep either way, so it should be fine.
0: Yeah, he will be fine. I like your point that you made, like that. There's young players already that have won so much, like a Stones, like a a um a St- even someone like Raheem Sterling, a serial winner. Yeah, and,
1: he's not a young yeah, player. Is he? he's a leader you know,
0: in that like, squad? Yeah, he's a linchpin in that squad, and with Kane as well. I think that, and I think that obviously that was not ideal as well. Obviously with his family and obviously that situation, but he came back and obviously actually played, which is credit to him. And I think that. Like you talk about young players that are going to be like in the prime, Mount and James have won the European Cup and they'll be 26, 27. And they're, they're,
1: yeah, yeah, it's mental. Just like (laughs) Trent didn't get a look in this tournament. Trent's won everything in world football at 22. Fucking hell. Um, I mean, I mean, City just needs to get a Champions League, then all them lads have won everything. I mean, Chelsea, I don't know if, I don't think they've won a title yet, some of them lads, but I mean, they got one title and then they've won everything. (laughs) Like, isn't they are serial winners some, some of these players um so hopefully that won't hurt them too much mental mentality wise and going into the next euros they'll be still on a high from there because realistically we didn't we didn't come into this tournament in, in like good form or anything did we or no the, the mood wasn't great in england and really we were arguably the best team in the tournament i know we got knocked out and it's weird to say that but we scored that we had the best goals and the the Group stages, yeah, it was an easy one, but I mean, other teams have struggled against easier teams. You've seen what Saudi Arabia did to Argentina, um, Japan did to Germany, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, Senegal were champions of Africa, we made them look like there was like, of a Africa game. See you, champ. What the hell? Like, <laughs> like they there was, the, was the champions of Africa, and people going, Oh, it's only Senegal. I know they yeah. should have won that game, but yeah, they were the mixing end?
0: players, but
1: like you said, Champs of Africa, um. And then you go to France and people think, yeah, we're just gonna roll over and with the better side. So yeah, not all doom and gloom, Cook.
0: No, it's not it's not all doom and gloom and uh, like you said, positive vibes. And I think that like you said, it, it divides opinion, it's a it's a weird subject, and I think ultimately I think he walks. I think I think that's what I think he does. Obviously that contract's in place, but I think ultimately he walks and I just think that you have to if if you let him walk and don't really put up a fight, you have to go and get an A lister, really, don't you? You don't, you can't get a dice, for example.
1: Oh no, they, they, they <laughs> can't take a step back, can they? Now, no, I mean, no, no. The only way I'll accept Southgate leaving, um, I'll be happy for him, like I said before, because I think he's done a brilliant job, and he, he would leave ultimately on a high because he, he there's obviously signs of progression there. But if you can go and get like an elite Poch or Tuchel, I mean, I was having this joke about Poch Tino for, he's even elite. I mean, he won't, like, won like one league one in his career. <laughs> I mean, we get a bit carried away with some managers. Tuchel, definitely elite. Um, if we can get one of them, then I can see the argument for it because the squad is elite. <laughs> so you kind of need the manager to match that. Um, so I can see the argument for it. But then again, you don't see that often. In um, international football, do you? Like past Van Gaal, past Luis Enrique. Are there any elite managers? Is the De- elite, De- De- maybe? Yeah, probably is because he won to World Cup, but yeah. there's some shit managing international football, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You- they all go to club football for a reason.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's if we true. can
1: now manage them, I can, I can understand where the FA would come from. Yeah.
0: I think one of the main things is that obviously attracts them to club football is day in day out with the players and obviously you get to work with them maybe 3 4 times a year obviously to get your philosophy and get your ideas across but i think that was fortunate with enrique at the time because obviously tiki tackle was already in place and obviously he's got that Barca DNA in
1: him as well so it made sense but for for england you can't you can't really do that can you yeah, exactly and he, like like said before he had 7 days before this tournament <laughs> And he wasn't coming into it in good form, and the changed system, <laughs> and he played that well. So I mean, that's just a credit to everyone, really, the players and the manager.
0: Right, listeners, we are back. Better the week, World Cup edition. we give you our predictions for our World Cup. Outright bets. Hopefully, he's still rolling with some of them. I know some of them are still active, like mine and Jim's Argentina to go all the way in the tournament, for example. Yeah. Just so you know, Stan Spain pick was out. That was a shit pick, wasn't it, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> shit indeed. And Enrique, what? Best manager in tournament. <laughs> anyway, we've got a nice little bet of the week double. If you can be asked, waiting over two days. Just because one's a nine to two and one is 21 to 10. So at the same time, I would advise doing it over two days. But if you want to lump on them as singles, you do you. So, first one nine to two Argentina to qualify, both teams to receive two plus cards in the match, yes, and both teams to score. So that's Argentina versus Croatia in that one, and then the 21 to 10. France match result and under three goals in the game. Morocco's tight defence, but I think ultimately Giroud and Mbappe and France, will they'll have too much. And what can we do with that, Jim? We yeah, can't show your records.
1: Right, listeners, we have spoken about what could have been with England, but let's spoke, speak about what is the, the current cook. Let's not focus on the past. Um... The semi-finals are upon us. We are recording this on Monday the 12th. Tomorrow, Argentina faces the unlikely Croatia, who are looking to make it to -to back-to-back finals. And then another team looking to make back-to-back finals, but even win it back-to-back for the first time in, I think, 60-something years, um, is France, who play Morocco, everyone's favourite underdog, who have just knocked out Spain and Portugal. Um, So, yeah, we're going to do a little, a quick prediction of, what he thinks is going to happen. Um, so I guess Cook will start with Tuesday night. Croatia versus Morocco. Morocco, Croatia versus Argentina. I don't know, how I nearly got that wrong. Um, Luka Modric's Merry man versus Lino Messi and the one trophy that has escaped me in his career. How do you see this one playing out? I see
0: heartbreak for Leo, just like when Piguain missed the chance for Argentina in that final. Against Germany. I think the same is going to, he's going to fall victim to France ultimately at the end. But I think Tuesday, Argentina will have enough for, to get past Croatia. It won't be an easy game because there's an argument to be made with hindsight. Croatia obviously have the best midfield aside of France in the tournament. Definitely a, a veteran midfield. Definitely some players that have played in some massive games. But I think ultimately they have too much for Croatia. I think. It will go to extra time, possibly penalties, but I think Argentina will get through there. What do you think, Tuesday?
1: Yeah, I think Croatia have shown an unbelievable spirit and the 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 energy they show in extra time and stuff, doing it over and over again. And like you said, that midfield, they actually bossed the game against Brazil only for the first half, and that was much why they could stay in it. And um, Petkovic gets a goal out on over and they go on to win the game on penalties. I think this is of one where it could be a potential banana slip for Argentina just because I think games are won or lost in midfield and I look at the matchup and Paul and McAllister just not as good as Brozovic, Kovacic and Luka Modric who's unbelievable. Um, but then he does feel like it's Messi's tournament. He, he just does. He feels like he's going to keep doing it and I hope he does. I mean, I've not got really a horse to back in this tournament. I don't really love I don't, I don't have that much love for anyone left, but I kind of hope Messi does it, um, but yeah. So, so you think France are going to go past Croatia, uh, Morocco, because Morocco have they can see one goal or Thomas Cook? It was no goal against Canada. <laughs> no one's actually scored against them yet, but themselves. I mean, they have been ridiculously good, and the player who's been <laughs> unbelievable. I don't even know who he plays for, and I mean, he should play for City tomorrow. It's Amrabat. <laughs> Why wow, is Amrabat so good?
0: Yeah, like, everyone's saying that. I've seen recently that Liverpool have been linked to him. I don't actually know who he <laughs> plays for, but...
1: I don't know who he is, mate. He's so good. <laughs> right, I'm I'm checking him out because the boy is a beast. I feel like he's going to be that player that someone's going to go and buy, and then he comes to the Prem and he's going to be god-awful.
0: Fiorentina.
1: <laughs> there you go. I mean, I, you can imagine it, can you? He'll go to, like, Liverpool and just be crap. Yeah. But... He's been so good this tournament. He's taken injections before the games as well because he's injured. And he's against Portugal, there's a minute where, like the 95th minute or something, because it was like 10 minutes later on, he was still like sprinting about in the middle of the pitch, taking people on, doing one twos. And it's like, what are you on? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, Morocco, have just they've, they've gone mantle in the sauna. They actually are. They've just had players like Hakim Ziyech. He, he's miserable every week at Chelsea, honestly. He, he's smiling like a Cheshire cat playing for these boys. He he retired under the last manager because they had beef. And then the new managers basically said like, oh, he's a nice
1: boy. And there's a reason why <laughs> the, the other manager weren't playing. Is, like, is it annoying watching him defend for his life? Because I've never yeah. seen him do that for Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And this is a boy that's won the European Cup with us. <laughs> and, uh, but he would never do that. He would never do that for Chelsea. Not at that's all. That's what but... happens in
1: the World Cup, and it? Teams get yeah. together and you see like ZH becoming this like, hard-working, won't-shirk-any-challenge sh- kind of player. And then he'll go to like, Burnley away and he'll be marked by Charlie Taylor. And he's just like, I don't fancy this.
0: <laughs> like, not even that. Bournemouth at home, we'll see it on the 27th. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he probably won't be there. will probably be in the World Cup final. <laughs>
1: Well, right. Anyway, we'll do a quick, we're in our time, cook. We'll do a little um, maybe goal scorer score final prediction. I mean, I'll kick you off with what teams you think. Do you think it's going to be Argentina, France? What score do you think it's going to score?
0: Oh, I think it'll be 2 1 to France. I think Olivier Giroux will score in the final with Killian Mbappe. And I think Leo Messi will score a pen for the Argies. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think it's ruining the stars for Lionel Messi to score and win in the final. And I think they'll win it next time. There's been plenty of drama this tournament. I think we'll settled for even more at the end.
0: Right, ladies and gents, it's that time of the episode unfortunately we do have to love you and leave you but if you want to get more cookie pod content follow us on twitter or instagram using the handle cookie podcast one that's cookie podcast followed by the number one click the link tree in our bio and you can see our various social media across our various platforms where we're taking over the internet day by day but it's been episode 161 of the podcast and that's the way the cookie crumbles